0: on blast and we are live this is the wrap it up on blast raps post game show and this episode of wrap it up is brought to you by clean cuts barbershop 2013 danforth avenue in the east end of toronto clean cuts the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions so go see skip and the crew and as a wise man once said tell him that i sent you Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto, or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointment now. Raptor fans, how we feeling? That, that was a tough loss. Very tough loss in Boston. Hostile crowd. Raptors fall to the Boston Celtics 117-108. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for joining me on the Wrap It Up podcast, which as you know, you can see live on Twitter following each and every Toronto Raptors game. As well, we take your questions and comments there. If you just click in, you end up on Periscope. There's a side tab there. You can ask questions, make comments as we discuss what went wrong in this Toronto Raptors game. But also you can do the same on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. And in case you don't, You're unable to make any of these uh, post-game shows live. We turned it into a podcast. You can find us on Google Play, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Just search On Blast Podcast, and you can find this show after each and every Raptor game the next day for your morning commute or at work. And of course, special shout-out to the YouTube community for supporting the podcast, keeping the conversation going all day, every day, 24 hours a day. On YouTube. But yes, this will be one that we will be talking about for a while. I know the Raptors play tomorrow night. They play the Suns. They'll probably get that win, or we assume they'll get that win, but it really doesn't matter because this was a tough loss. And I'm going to say it was a bad loss. The reason I'm going to say it was a bad loss is because the Raptors didn't deserve to win that game. Yes, they went on a crazy run to make this game close. And it was tied with what? Two minutes left in the game. But That was only because of Kawhi Leonard. The Raptors did not deserve to win this game at all. They did not play well. The majority of the team did not handle the tough environment that playing the Boston Celtics at a high level on the road will take. That's why the Raptors lost this game. Down the stretch, Kawhi Leonard was ready to take every shot, and the only other person ready to shoot was Danny Green. And Danny Green's good, but he's not that dude. He's not that guy that you want to be taking those big-time shots late in the game where he has to create off the dribble. That's not fair. That's a tough position to put him in. So there's a lot of other ways or a lot of places we can look at to say, what happened to the Toronto Raptors here, right? I'm going to start with a very simple question, okay? Okay. And it's something that I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, one of the co-hosts that we have on the show a bunch, Mr. Mike Bellamo, who's always asked who is a Raptors' second best player, who is a Raptor's second scorer. Because tonight in a game like this, you saw why that is so important, right? Kawhi's gonna create plays, Kawhi's gonna get buckets, Kawhi is gonna make things happen, and that's what he did. But the problem is there was no one else that was able to create plays, right? Kawhi had to set everything up. I mean, Serge Ibaka gutted out a 22 and 10 performance, right? 22 points on 21 shots for Serge. That's a solid performance for Serge Ibaka. He, he gutted that out to give them some form of secondary scoring. Danny Green had 15 points on 15 shots. Again, gutted that out to give some form of secondary scoring. Kyle Lowry had 10 points in this game. Now, I talk a lot. I've been defending Kyle Lowry this season, talking about how he does a lot of other things to help this team. So you see that he had seven assists. He had six rebounds. He played really well in terms of leading the team, right? And leading the pace at certain points. But in these big boy games, You need your best players to play like your best players and create plays down the stretch. And you needed Kyle Lowry to hit a shot somewhere in crunch time there, right? The Raptors were up four at one point. Kyle came down, he took a very tough three and missed it. And it's one of those where if Kyle's in rhythm and he hits that shot, cool. Everyone's applauding it. Great job, Kyle. You take that four point lead, it becomes seven. Good job. But he missed it. Celtics come right down the floor, get an and one, one point game. As we know, Celtics took the lead. They go on a crazy run. What'd they close? They close the game on an 11-2 run. And I don't even want to call that an 11-2 run because that two points was a garbage bucket by Siakam. And Siakam also struggled. This was a game where I think too, we got to make this point early. Siakam's had a great start to the season, right? People are campaigning for him to be the most improved player of the year, to be an all-star this season, and hey, his numbers have been there, he has done a really, really good job, but this game tonight was just a reminder that he's not there yet, right? That's not a disrespect, That's not saying anything, you know, it's not like the end of the world, it's not that big of a deal, we're not really that worried, but it's a reminder that he's not there yet. And what I mean by that is, if you are an all-star, right, the difference between good players, great players, you know, starters, and then all-stars, all-stars, and then superstars, the difference between all those different levels is consistency, right? You look at a game like this, and when you're playing on the road in a tough, hostile environment, your stars are going to win the game for you. And if we're telling everybody that Pascal Siakam is going to be an all-star or deserves to be an all-star, you need to have more than six points in this game on the road in Boston in a game that people are talking about being a, a, a preview of Eastern Conference Finals, right? I see someone here on Instagram says, Siakam played good. It's not like they ran any plays for him or he took any shots. The offense wasn't flowing. I mean, that stuff's all true. But here's the thing. The reason why I talk about Siakam's game all the time and when he's forcing those bad shots is because those are bad shots, right? He gets his points from hustle. He gets his points off the offensive glass. He gets his points in transition. He gets his points off defense, right? That's how he gets his points. We didn't really see much of that in this game, right? There were some moments where you saw him try to ISO it and and, and nice it and... He forced and had some pretty bad turnovers in key situations, right? I'm not going to, I'm not blaming Siakam. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this game is a reminder that there's still a ways to go. And when you're talking about people being an all-star, when you're an all-star, it's about consistency. Do you do do what you do night in, night out on a consistent basis? People are telling me here, Siakam never took any shots. He's three of six in this game. That's cool. But why is that the case, right? And again, I'm not being, I don't mean to come off as if I'm being hard on Pascal Siakam because my point is if you're telling me he's an all star, all stars do it night in, night out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Not a lot of ball moving in this game at all. I know the starters are going to take a lot of flack. Everyone not named Kawhi is going to take a lot of flack on the Raptors. I'm going to give Danny Green and, and Ibaka credit because I feel like they gutted out performances. The bench in the first half, I think, really were a main reason why the Raptors lost this game as well, right? Or do you know what? I'm going to start off, before I, I get into the actual you know, game breakdown, I want to read some people's initial comments here because there's a lot of comments in the chat group as people are fired up after this game, which was a crazy game. Raptors got off to... A good start, then gave up the lead. They were down huge, made a crazy comeback, and then lost. We'll get into the details of that, but let me get to some comments early here as I start on Twitter. Someone says, this game pissed me off more than any other game. This wasn't championship pedigree. Lowry takes a terrible shot up four in an away game. Slow it down and get good looks. I agree with that. It was a tough shot by Kyle Lowry, but it's one where you shoot that if you're in rhythm right? If you're feeling good, you shoot that. But Kyle Lowry was three of 12 and one of five from three-point land in this game. I think it's also a tough game in the sense that Kyle Lowry played 34 minutes, but he played a lot of hard minutes, right? This was a game where you needed more from your bench. And DeLon Wright and Fred Van Fleet combined to go 0 for 6 in this game with zero points. That's not going to cut it. As much as we need Kyle Lowry, who is, again, the all-star, right? I've been saying this for years, okay? And this goes back to the whole Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan tandem. The success of the Toronto Raptors has always been about the team. It's been about everybody. They've had a good, solid team. DeMar and Kyle were the best players... But the team being that solid is what really led to the overall regular season success that the Raptors organization has had, right? So yes, Kyle Lowry is the all-star. Yes, I just talked about how Siakam being an all-star, if that's what we're thinking, means you have to be consistent night in, night out, right? Well, it's the same thing for Kyle Lowry. But here's the thing. Kyle Lowry's all-star status was always based on the fact that he was the best player or the second-best player, on a team that was near the top of the conference. That means you're getting good play behind Kyle Lowry so that in his hard minutes, he can go hard for the full 30 that he's in the game because there'd be a little drop-off when you go to Fred and DeLon. The problem is when you have games like this where DeLon and Fred, just DeLon and Fred give you nothing, you got to go back to Kyle Lowry quick. And Kyle Lowry at this stage of his career is not able to give you the full 34, 35, 36 plus minutes of all-star level play. That's just what I'm like. That's just what I see. That's just what I think. The benefit of Kyle Lowry, especially now as he declines, right, is he's not able to give you the full 35 at an all-star tier. We'll see it in flashes. We saw it at the start of the game. We saw a bit of it when the Raptors made the comeback, but they need their bench. They need DeLon. They need Fred to give them something. And in the first half, when the bench came in, remember, the Raptors were up. Raptors played well in the first half or in the first quarter, and the bench gave up that lead. And the problem when you get down big, especially to such a good team, is you have to exert so much energy just to come back, that now once you get there, you saw a lot of tired legs at the end when it's winning time, right? Kawhi was short on a lot of shots down the stretch. But to me, the bigger problem isn't even that you didn't get scoring from Fred and DeLon. You didn't get much of anything, right? When you look at DeLon Wright's line, it's a Sam Mitchell special. Zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero steals, 0 for 3 in 12 minutes. That's not going ca- to cut it, right? Norm Powell and Greg Monroe gave you solid minutes off the bench. A lot of that came in the run that brought them back, which means that they were playing with the starters. In fact, I know it was hard on Siakam, but the second goal around with the bench, I'd say the bench played a bit better because Siakam was there to help the ball movement. I'll give him credit for that. That's for sure. But especially in crunch time, what, what did you see? I see this comment here on Instagram that says they don't believe in themselves or sorry they didn't believe in each other you saw a lot of Kawhi passing to Danny Green Danny Green passing to Kawhi at the end of that game didn't you can't have that if you're the Raptors and you're gonna make a long run you need to play the full team ball everyone involved in the offense everyone on the offensive glass and it was one of those things where it looked like Kawhi just kind of looked around and he was like all right I got to do this. And to be honest, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for that. There are some tough calls Kawhi got as well where I thought that he could have gotten a bit more, some more free throws. He didn't really get the calls either. But you're on the road. That's tough. That's just tough. Uh, more comments here on Twitter. Lowry can't shoot anymore. I think I've only seen him make layups since he's been back from injury. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's a, a full thing. I, I'd say his shooting numbers are down for sure. Um, I've seen him make threes, but he's definitely not scoring at the same clip that he was at the start of the season when he was averaging, I want to say, 14 or 15 points per game. He's covering more around the 10-point 10, the 10 mark since he's come back from injury. Um, someone says, this dude Danny Green needs to chill out. I agree with you. There were a couple moments where Danny Green was trying to do a little too much. I just think that Danny Green was in a tough spot where there was nothing. There's nothing going on with the offense. It was just, in, in, in that instance, you got to go. There was a moment as well where the Raptors were down two and Danny Green got the ball, ISO, and hit a very tough shot, a fadeaway over Marcus Smart. He wasn't scared in that moment, right? You're talking about Siakam only shooting six shots. Well... He was getting the ball. He just wasn't making plays. So again, if you're Kawhi and Danny Green, and you're you're looking around and seeing what's happening, it, it's not too far fetched to think that these guys are looking around, and the moment looks too big for some of the other guys wearing Raptors jerseys. I don't know. Just not making excuses for anyone on the Raptors. It's a bad loss. It's not a good loss. You had the lead. The bench didn't show up, but again, your bench, it's an old NBA adage. Your bench doesn't travel out sometimes, right? It just happens sometimes. Your your bench doesn't play well. Bench always plays better at home. You need your stars to win. So again, I'm asking you the question, who is the Raptors' second star? We know that their second all-star is probably going to be Kyle Lowry, but is this the same Kyle Lowry that should be getting the second all-star do you know what I mean is Kyle Lowry the second all-star that's going to be the question and I'm seeing a lot of people pop back up I'm seeing Bradley Beal's name being tossed around in this chat here I'm going to go to Instagram because I see the Instagram convo is, is getting pretty lit so I'm going to scroll back to the beginning and get some more comments here about what's going on but again Raptors lose a tough one in Boston they've lost both games in Boston. Both games were close, you know, with about two minutes left. If you go back to the first game in Boston, the Raptors, Kawhi had a chance to win that game at the buzzer, and they ended up losing in overtime. This game, it was tied with two thirteen left. Two thirteen left. Celtics end on an 11-2 run to close out the game. So again, let me go to Instagram, get some comments here. Kyrie hit a bomb they just stood around and watched Kai, Kawhi go Rudy Gay. <laughs> A few things there in that comment by uh, Rock D TV. Here's the thing. Kyrie was incredible in this game, okay? Kyrie Irving, it's, it's so crazy too when you think about what's been going on with the Celtics. Kyrie right in the middle of all the drama. He's, he's calling out the rest of his team, talking about how you know, the young guys aren't ready to win a championship. You know, he, he's always quick to remind that he's won a championship. He hit the big shot in the finals. It's going to take them more than what they're showing to get to that spot. But he balled out in this game. No doubt about it. The last two games Kyrie Irving has played against the Raptors in Boston, Kyrie won those games. He put the team on his back and won those games. And it's a reminder of that's what the NBA is sometimes, right? Your superstar against my superstar. Who's gonna make more plays to win the game? Sometimes the game's really that simple. And Kyrie Irving balled out. 11 of 19 shooting, three of six from three-point land, 27 points and a career high 18 assists from Kyrie Irving. 18 assists. And the bomb that Mr. Rock DTV is talking about. That was just that was a heat check, right he's feeling himself he he was driving to the basket getting some the Raptors were up by four twice very late in that game and the Celtics came down the court Kyrie got a tough and one, and Tatum got a tough and one right those are huge swings where the Raptors are about to you know it's four and two and ones to get them to cut the lead to one that those are two massive plays but Once Kyrie's hitting those tough shots, now he's feeling it. Now he's confident. And Kawhi was on him. Kawhi was looking around. He's looking around, seeing the screen, where the screen was coming from. And as Kyrie rose for the shot, Kawhi still contested it, right? Look for the replay. Kawhi still does a great job of contesting that shot. But Kyrie was just on one. Got to give him a lot of credit. Not only for hitting the big shots, but then finding Al Horford for easy dunks at the end. 24 and 7 from Al Horford. Their stars played better. That's all it is, right? You're looking at the Celtics. I just told you Kyrie's numbers 27 and 18. Al Horford, 24 and 7. Tatum, 16 and 10. Gordon Hayward off the bench, 18 and 5. And the thing about Gordon Hayward is he did his damage in the first half when the team really needed it, right? That's what changed everything. Because remember, Raptors were cooking early. Raptors were looking really good to start the game, right? They went on like a very early 9-0 run. Kawhi was doing it on both ends of the floor because that's what Kawhi Leonard does. Kyle Lowry was looking aggressive. He was making layups, driving to the basket hard. And everything looked good. And then the bench came in. The Raptors were up double digits. The bench came in. And then Gordon Hayward just took over right he just took over Boston started out on a 15 four run in terms of bench points okay they changed the entire game and the Raptors who were at one point were up what sixteen I want to say the bench came back and all of a sudden it was forty one to forty the Raptors defense stalled with the with the bench on the court and it just, it, it didn't work, right? And I know Nick Nurse has been toying around with what you're going to do with the Raptors bench. Do you still try to run them as a full unit or do you start staggering the starters' minutes so that, you know, two of, let's say, Siakam, Kawhi, or Kyle are on the court at all times? I don't know what the answer is, but as of now, you're still trying to play the bench for the most part as a, as a, a full unit. They've already eliminated one of those spots, so you have one of the starters on the court, right? But at the end of the day, after getting out to a great lead, by the time Kawhi Leonard checked back in the game at the 7.30 mark of the second quarter, Norm, Fred Van Fleet, DeLon, and Greg Monroe were all at minus 11, while all the starters were plus players, using the plus minus minus stat, right? The Celtics bench, meanwhile, Baines came off and he gives them that physical edge. The other thing you got to give the Celtics credit for is trying to figure out their rotation. Because we talked about how they have so many good players on their team and how is there going to be enough ball for Kyrie, Tatum, Brown, Hayward, right? Like, how are all these guys going to get enough of the ball? Well, if you notice the Celtics starting lineup, You notice Marcus Smart and Marcus Morris are both in the starting lineup. And then you have Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward coming off the bench. Now, what does that do? Well, Gordon Hayward's an all-star. And now, instead of having him standing in the corner, right, with Tatum and Kyrie, he comes on the court with the bench as the lead scorer and also against the Raptors bench. And now he's highlighted right? He gets a couple easy buckets. Now he's feeling it. At the exact same time, the Raptors at one point had like a scoring drought that went for over five minutes. They missed like 10 straight shots in a row. After starting somewhere around 10 of 17, they went six for their next 21 shots. Like it was just abysmal for the Raptors in the second quarter. And then again, Kawhi checks in and what was a lead you're now down. The bench Celtics bench started plus 15. That's not a good look for the Toronto Raptors, right? Kawhi checks back in ends the scoring drought Raptors. At the end of the day, were lucky that they were only down 11 at half. Hayward actually hit a shot right at the buzzer to give the Celtics an 11 point lead at the half. The Celtics shot 59% from the floor in the first quarter in the first half, pardon me. The Raptors were an abysmal two for 15 from three. It just wasn't good. And you know what? I thought at that point the Raptors needed to come out early in the third and get things going, and that's not even really what happened. They didn't start the third that well, but then they started to get it going. They started to knock down some shots, and they were hanging around, hanging around. The lead was 12, the lead was 11, then it was 10, and then they just kept hanging around. And then somehow, some way, it was a nine-point game. Kyle drives, finds Surge. It's down to seven. Kawhi now steps in. Kawhi gets an and one. Surge again in the paint. Two point game. Raptors 20 to 6 run. But the thing was with this Boston Celtics team, and again, this is about playoff experience and having your stars be stars. They took that punch from the Raptors and they didn't fold. The Raptors came all the way back to cut that lead to two and you had Al Horford step up and make big plays. Obviously, Kyrie kept everything cooking. It just, you saw the stars of the Boston Celtics play better than the Raptors stars. And again, I'm going to ask you guys a theme. Who is the Raptors' second star? Because that's going to be the key. Teams are going to focus in on Kawhi Leonard and force the ball out of his hand. And to be honest, even when they tried to do that, we saw that crazy and one Kawhi hit with Marcus Smart and Kyrie draped all over him. He still hit the and one and then screamed. Like at that point, I thought the Raptors were going to win. Because I thought the momentum was all on their side. When have you ever seen Kawhi Leonard scream like that, right? That got me hyped. I felt like all Raptor fans were watching that game at that moment and screaming with Kawhi as he hit that and won. But again, nobody else on the Raptors could make a play outside of Kawhi Leonard. Meanwhile, the Celtics stars were making plays. And that's the difference. That's the difference in the game right there. But I'll also say this. I don't think the Raptors deserve to win that game. I don't even think they deserve to be in that game. Again, it's just another thing where Kawhi Leonard is just that good. And if you look at it, this whole thing, the whole part of your pitch—if you're the Toronto Raptors and trying to get Kawhi to stay here long term—is that your supporting cast is really, really good. And I'm gonna say something else too. I don't want to hear anything about OG and Anobi not being in the lineup. Like that's not a thing. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna s- sit here and allow it to be. Oh well, they missed OG. OG is like the third guy off the bench right? Like, let's, let's be serious for a second, and, and I'm not going to say that's an excuse, right? Um, I see Kyle Lowry speaking right now in the postgame. I'm interested to hear what he says. I'm sure quotes will be out soon, but in the meantime, I'll read some more comments from Instagram. Someone here on Instagram says, uh, Bronzed Beautiful on Instagram says, Van Fleet is a selfish player. He doesn't like to pass the ball to Kawhi. Siakam was out of control. Bench lost the game at the half. I'm not going to say Van Van Fleet is a selfish player. I don't think that's it. I feel like he is not your prototypical point guard. He's probably more of that combo guard, you know? He definitely tries to get his shot off, sometimes more than others. And yes, Siakam, I thought, was out of control at times. When he was trying to get in to the game, you could see him driving, and he didn't know what to do. He got caught in the air a couple times. He threw the ball away a couple times. He just didn't play well. Another comment asking, where is Kyle's confidence? I thought Kyle was confident in this game. I like like how aggressive he was. Again, he just missed shots, right? You want Kyle to hit those shots. You want Kyle to take those shots because if he's supposed to be the second all-star, you want him to take those shots. He just missed them, right? Did he have enough legs? He's been taking a beating. Like can he can he sustain, you know, can his body hold up and play the Kyle Lowry hard 35 plus minutes in a tough environment like that while running around and chasing Kyrie Irving for some of the game. Cuz Danny Green took a lot of minutes covering Kyrie as well. But still, Kyle's playing hard at both ends of the floor. Can his body hold up and can he actually be the second all-star that the Raptors need him to be. Uh, wow, Bronzed Beautiful again says, Kawhi surrounded by selfish, mediocre players. Wow, that's, uh, I'm not gonna go that far, but it didn't look good. It did not look good. And again, if your hope for the Toronto Raptors in re-signing Kawhi Leonard is that your supporting cast is really good, and he got this young and up-and-coming supporting cast, and Kyle Lowry is the second All-Star. Oof. In these games, that's where this has to show, right? That's where this has to show. And I can't believe I'm saying this, because if you go back to last year, I can't believe I'm saying this th- a year later, but Serge Ibaka balled out, man. I'm not even mad at Serge. Serge really gutted out a performance to try and help Kawhi Leonard in this game but is Serge really going to be your second best player? Your second leading scorer in a big big boy game like this in Boston? I don't think so. It's not a good look for the Raptors if that's the case. You need that to be Kyle Lowry or Pascal Siakam. And instead, they combined for 16 points in this game. 16 points. Gordon Hayward off the bench had 18 points. Again... Kyle Lowry and Siakam, who were talking about being the two other Raptors All Stars, combined for 16 points. It's not a good look. Not a good look. Uh, another comment Lowry should have never put up that wild three in the end. Yeah, that's going to get a lot of attention because the shot selection wasn't good. But I'm going to say this, and I'm not trying to defend Kyle Lowry. My point more so is that you want the confident Kyle Lowry and the confident Kyle Lowry takes that shot. You just hope that he makes it. Just saying. Uh, My guy Jolingo says Lowry sucks. I disagree with that, but he did not shoot well in this game. More comments. Kawhi deserved to win this game. Totally agree. More Kawhi love. Uh, From Instagram we're so lucky to have Kawhi. Everyone else was scared. I said that. I said that same thing, man. Kawhi, if not for Kawhi Leonard, this game was a blowout. And it's funny because my guy C Brown, as I was leaving, C Brown's a wizard that does, uh, it's a magician, let's say, that puts together the crazy openings that you see on Sportsnet Central every night. But I was talking to him before I left work today, and we're talking about Kawhi Leonard and how good Kawhi is. And The difference of, you know, how many... The outcome of games would be so different. So many times where you're like, oh, the Raps would have lost that game without Kawhi, right? Or they'd get blown out in this game without Kawhi. Like, that's how good he is, right? This game is a perfect example. They lose this game by 30 without Kawhi. Like, you don't make that trade that you made that people were all worried about and as if there was even a comparison between Kawhi Leonard and DeMar DeRozan, you know? You lose this game by 30 without Kawhi Leonard. He's the only reason this game was close. And if you're trying to get him to stay, your supporting cast cannot have games like this. Because again, pay attention to how many times you saw the Kawhi to Danny Green hot potato passing it back and forth because that's who they were trusting down the stretch. Uh, More comments here from Instagram. Kyle Lowry sucks ridiculous man can't do anything in a close game more comments get rid of lowry fast (laughs) someone else says wow here's a tough one someone says on instagram this person's name or instagram name is exodus movement says i would rather see powell he has more heart norm powell seems to be a spark plug like a lot of energy he's not scared of the moment That is one thing I will definitely agree with. Is he ready for prime time? I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. But I like the role that he's in now in terms of coming off the bench, definitely injecting some energy into the team. Still plays great defense. And again, if there's one thing we know about Norm Powell, he's not scared. He's not shy. And we've seen that in the playoffs, right? Even with Kyle and DeMar in the lineup, we've seen the Raptors turn to Norm Powell and he steps up big. So is, is that something that changes the, the lineup come playoff time? I don't know. But I do like what I'm seeing from Norman Powell. He's aggressive. He's making great plays, not only for himself, but for other people. Also, again, I know the broadcast keeps bringing up, they kept bringing up OG and JV not being in the lineup, but what more do you want from Greg Monroe? Greg Monroe played 15 minutes, gave you 11 and nine what more do you want from greg monroe moose played great not even Matt. like again this comes down to your stars that's why i don't want to hear anything about og not playing or jv being hurt or you know even in this case van fleet and delon didn't play well but again they're bench players for a reason kyle lowry is your starting point guard your starting all-star point guard for a reason He's got to have more than 10 points in this game. He has to. If the Raptors are going to be successful, let me phrase it this way. Let me phrase it this way to you guys. Can the Raptors make the NBA Finals if Serge Ibaka is their second leading score? Just going to ask you that and leave it that way. Do you trust the Raptors to make it to the Finals if Serge Ibaka is their second leading score? Just going to ask it like that. Uh, let's see Kawhi more comments here there's a lot of comments so I want to make sure after these big boy games especially games that are highly contested like that we get a lot of comments and so I like to go through the comments because you guys are the ones that make this conversation right I'm having a conversation with you guys so I like to read those comments out and get more opinions in because again I'm just giving an opinion I'm not saying I'm right or wrong I like to hear the pulse of the fan base and what people are thinking right so more comments. My only riff with Kawhi is that if you know who you're guarding, Kyrie, otherwise he was a monster. Oh, sorry. So basically this guy's saying that know who you're guarding because you had to know that Kyrie could have pulled up and hit that three. Fair. But I feel like he got a good contest. And sometimes, you know, I think it's a Kenny Smith thing. You know, sometimes good offense just beats good defense. And Kawhi... Contested that shot, and Kyrie just hit a tough shot. Also, there was an and one that Kyrie hit. That was just a tough shot. Kyrie made, like, I don't know if there's a better tough shot maker in the NBA than Kyrie Irving. The level of difficulty of some of the shots that he takes, and then he splashes them. That's the crazy part. Crazy. More comments from Twitter this time. We need a damn three-point shooter. Trade for someone. (laughs) It's funny, right? Because one game after the whole, you know, going against the Wizards and seeing Bradley Beal and seeing what it's like to watch another All-Star just go crazy. And then you follow that up with this performance where Kawhi is probably looking around for like, wait, who's the other All-Star here? It's tough. Not a good look for the Raptors in this game. Not a good look. Uh, More comments from Twitter this time. Uh, Kyle is never turning up in big moments. How do you think it's going to be in the playoffs? I've said this, right? Once Kyle Lowry got hurt, and you're talking about getting needles in your back for pain relief, I was worried about Kyle Lowry holding up throughout the whole season. We know he's going to play. We know he's going to try to tough it out, but are you going to get the high-level all-star Kyle Lowry that you need to compete in these big-time games, in these matchups where you're talking about all-star point guards going head-to-head, right? That's what you're talking about. And, hey, Kyle did have seven assists and six rebounds. He did. But one of five from three, three of ten from the floor for ten points while Kyrie is going for 27, it's not going to cut it, man. It's just not going to cut it. Again, the Celtics All-Stars balled out. Raptor All-Stars not named Kawhi Leonard did not. Again, Celtics win 117-108. Celtics improved to 26-18. Raptors fall to 33-13. and Celtics, on the one hand, The Celtics end their three-game slide. They also end the Raptors' five-game winning streak. And the Celtics just play well at home. That's a tough, hostile environment. That crowd was fired up. That crowd was loud. That crowd was into the game. That is a basketball crowd. Remember when we used to have those in Toronto? Remember when that was a thing? No? Just checking. More comments. Uh, This from Twitter the bench was brutal. It was, I give them credit for at least playing better in the second half, and they did that with Siakam. I still think at the end of the day, that's the move, right? And I noticed that the first person out of the game now is Danny Green, but what was working for a little bit was when you took out Siakam early, so that Siakam could come back in with the bench. And then you're getting at least something close to the bench mob because you'll have DeLon, Fred, and Siakam all on the floor. Right? Maybe that's the look you got to go back to. I don't know. It's tough. I trust Nick Nurse to figure it out. Nick Nurse has had all the answers so far this season. So trust that he will continue to have the answers as this goes along. Uh, More comments from Twitter. The Raptors don't look like they run a solid offense. Again, Kawhi has no help in the clutch. Yeah, and I don't blame them. You're looking around and you're saying, hey, nobody else is getting good shots or good looks. Nobody else looks like they want it. I'm going to take those Kawhi tough shots, right? Not mad at Kawhi at all. Games like this, someone else says, games like this prove, proves my point that the Raps young players should be available for another all-star. Hey, that's easy to say after a game like this. I'm not, I'm not not, denying that. I've been on the record here saying that you cannot tell me that anyone is untouchable on this Raptors of their young bucks if you're telling me you're getting an all-star because OG you hope is an all-star, Radley Beal is an all-star. And I don't even know how much validity there is to that rumor, but the point remains, the Raptors are there. But if they're actually going to make it, they need to be fully healthy and their team needs to play well. Team needs to play well to keep it close and then Kawhi, you hope, cooks at the end. Instead, Kawhi had to cook just to make this a game, <laughs> just to make it close. Uh, someone else says, because I was talking about earlier, about, you know, when if Kyle Lowry... And Pascal Siakam are All-Stars. You need them to play like All-Stars in big boy games like this. Someone says, what All-Stars? We only have Kawhi. Kyle basically plays like a a role player when the game matters. And Pascal really has tunnel vision sometimes. I've been telling you guys that, right? Have you been starting to notice that more and more? I brought that up maybe like 10 games ago. That Pascal's been playing well, but sometimes he falls into the trap where he just has to use a term here by I'm a fun guy, right? He just has tunnel vision and he just like, he's out of control and he's going, he doesn't know what he's doing and it, it, it hurts sometimes when you're in a close game. Like it's one thing when you're playing the Hawks and you're up six in the second quarter. It's another thing when you're in Boston, it's a tie game, there's three minutes left and you get a steal. You gotta take care of the basketball. The Raptors did not do that. More comments here. There's still a lot going on 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 Instagram. Again, shouts to all the people that are listening on Twitter, listening and watching on Twitter, uh, where you get the full setup of the set. You know, you see some beautiful hats. Shout out to the DDS Caps boys, right? And also shout out to the people on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. But again, uh, I'm going to read some more comments. This from Instagram. Diaz underscore co says... Y'all laughed at me when I said Bradley Beal needs to be on this team. Our bench has been MIA. I mean, I still think it's an interesting prospect. I don't know. Again, I don't know how real these Bradley Beal rumors are. I don't know what you'd have to give up. But the one thing I will say, and we'll pay attention to this, because remember, the trade deadline's moved up this year, right? Normally, the trade deadline is closer to the All-Star break or just after the All-Star break. No, no. February 7th is the trade deadline this year I just get the feeling that once Masai traded DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard this year he's got to be all in and so if you're seeing games like this we already know Kyle Lowry and DeMar were on the block I'm just saying I'm so interested to see what Masai Ujiri does at this trade deadline because all his chips are in the table but do you double down Do you double down and make another big move or do you relax and say, oh, well, you know, Kawhi and Danny Green were our moves to go all in. We don't want to give up the future. We'll find out how much he really loves OG, Siakam, Norm, DeLon. He's made a lot of these great picks. We'll see how much he loves them come February 7th when the trade deadline happens. Just saying. Because again, I've been worried about Kyle Lowry since those injections. Can he be the high all-star PG? Can he play at that high level like you will need him to night in, night out for the full time he's on the floor, not just in spurts? And I wonder if that's a thing. Let me know what you think. Are you guys worried? I've been asking this whole entire podcast, who is a Raptors' second best player slash all-star. Because I don't think you can win if Serge Ibaka is your second leading scorer. I don't think you're getting to the finals if that's it. You got to hope that Siakam either blows up or you got to hope that it's Kyle Lowry. Because again, what you're getting from Serge, especially without JV in the lineup, that's like gravy, right? The strength of what Serge Ibaka was doing was based off the strength of having him and JV as a tandem. We haven't seen that tandem in a while, obviously, because JV's hurt. Now, maybe when JV comes back, if those two guys become the same tandem that they were to start the year, hey, maybe that's your second score. But I don't know. That's that's a weird one. Because what's going to happen, especially come playoff time, is and as you see against these good teams, teams are gonna focus in on Kawhi, force the ball out of his hands, or at least try to. And someone else, the second best player on the Raptors, is gonna have to make plays. So I'm asking you again, Raptor fans, who is the Raptors' second best scorer? Someone in on Instagram says Jv would have been huge in a game like this. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not here to talk about that stuff. I just think that you have, like, you're talking about a team and people want three All-Stars, right? People want Lowry and Siakam to be All-Stars. So if that's the case, right, and you... OG. Oh, Oh, where's JV? It doesn't work like that. Can't have it both ways. If Pascal and Kyle... Are the two all stars? Like I'm being told, they're the two all stars. Like I think at times they've shown flashes of being the two all stars, the two other all stars other than Kawhi. You get you the both of you combined can't be getting outscored by Gordon Hayward. I don't know. Uh, let's see more comments here. Lowry for Beal. Let's get it done. I mean, probably gonna have to add a little more <laughs> than just Kyle Lowry, of course. But hey. Uh, more comments here from Instagram, Serge was good, Danny contributed, Kyle was trash, more comments from Instagram, Beal, go after him, we're gonna see this more and more, Uh, another comment from Instagram, Lowry will play like this in the playoffs, people are worried about Kyle Lowry already, and I'm telling you, February 7th is gonna be super interesting, because we'll see how much Masai Jiri believes in Kyle Lowry come February 7th. Because if he believes in Kyle Lowry, he stands pat with this team. If he doesn't believe in Kyle Lowry, he's going to make trades to bolster this team to fully go all in for this one year of Kawhi Leonard. Because what a shame it would be to have Kawhi Leonard, to have him outplay our expectations. Because I think that's fair to say, no? Like, he's put in mega work, but I also think that he's been better than advertised in this year. And so if that's the case, and you have this team where you're seeing that night in, night out, he's putting in mega work, and you see that he hits that extra gear, like superstars should, against the big boy teams, and now you might lose because you don't have enough help surrounding them? that would be a tough pill to swallow if you're Masai Ujiri. So again, we're going to learn a lot about what Masai thinks of Kyle Lowry and what he thinks of his young pieces come February 7th. I can't wait. The NBA, I don't know when the NBA isn't exciting, but man, it's its never a dull moment in the NBA. There's some big boy names that could be available Obviously, we know the Anthony Davis rumors as LeBron continues to sit out games, I think, to kind of showcase the Young Bucks on the Lakers for her potential Anthony Davis trade. But you look at what's happening in Memphis right now. Could Mike Connolly and, and Marc Gasol be available? Like, there's some names that could be out there in the NBA. February, 4th, February 7th, sorry, is going to be super exciting. But again, let's stick to this game because people are fired up, and again, I'm trying my best, I want to get to all of these comments if I can here, as this podcast continues, wow, we're at 50 minutes already for this podcast, I didn't realize it would be that long, but people are obviously fired up after this game, Uh, someone says, honestly, I hope no one complains about the refs in this game, no, I agree, I think the refs let it be a physical game on both both sides, I have no complaints in that sense, all you ask for is consistency, if it's going to be a physical game, have it be physical on both ends of the floor, and I think it was, I don't have, I'm never really gonna blame the refs, but definitely not, it's not a complaint for me at this game, another comment on Instagram, Kyle missed a tough three in the fourth, horrible shot selection at that particular time of the game, uh, (laughs) someone in a very strong Toronto, Toronto swag says, man's just got bummy, (laughs) zero balls, (laughs) Yeah, that's one way, that's how a Toronto man would describe it, right? Uh, Siakam played good, like they don't run any plays, Ori took any shots. Oh, sorry, I read those comments already. I saw those when we are talking about it. Uh, Jalingo needs to settle down as he continues to diss Kyle in the chat. I'm not going to read that comment. Uh, let's see, shout out to Norm. Multiple people shouting out Norm. Uh, let's celebrate. Norm, or someone says, Powell had a decent game. Let's celebrate him, Abaka, and Kawhi. I agree. Uh, the Raptors gave up this game in the final three minutes. They really did. Again, it was a tie game with just over two minutes to go. And Celtics close on what? 11, an 11-2 run. Can your stars make players down, make plays down the stretch? That's the NBA. Your bench is there to keep the game close. Your bench is there to give your starters a rest. And then you hope that the game's close. At the end of the game, my star player versus your star player. Who's going to make more plays? The Celtics did that for the second game in a row in Boston, Raptors-Celtics. Kyrie Irving made more plays at the end of the game. Now, my question is, if we're talking about a long series, can Kyrie Irving do that four times against the Raptors? I don't know. My next question is, doesn't this game also show you how important home court advantage would be for the Toronto Raptors? Like, let's say you end up playing the Celtics in the playoff in a potential game seven. You want that game at home where the crowd will be rocking in your favor, where hopefully your bench players show up because again, bench players play better at home. I don't know. It's crazy. Someone asking if I'm harping on Siakam but give Lowry a pass. No, I definitely don't. Definitely don't give Lowry a pass at all. Kyle Lowry, the shot selection again, there's part of me that likes that Kyle Lowry took that shot because I'd rather have the confident Kyle Lowry as opposed to the passive Kyle Lowry that's just kind of like playing hot potato. But on top of that, you shoot that shot if you're in rhythm. And I don't think he was in rhythm. Kawhi was just cooking at that point. You probably try to find him to see if he can keep the hot hand going. I don't know. Someone saying, trade the bench and keep JV and Norm Powell. Um, More comments. I don't understand the hype over Fred Van Fleet. Guys, Fred Van Fleet has been dealing with a lot of injuries. He's been in and out of the lineup. He didn't play the last game. He played tonight. I don't know. You definitely need more from him and DeLon, especially, again, if Kyle Lowry is injured and not the all-star Kyle Lowry that we need him to be. Uh, More JV talk. I'm telling you, JV doesn't make as big of a difference as you guys think. And that's a disrespect to Moose. Moose has been playing well. Moose has been giving you solid, solid minutes. Uh, people upset at Fred Van Fleet. Again, I think Freddie is dealing with injuries, and so it's tough. If both your point guards, Freddie and Kyle, are both banged up and it's January 16th, it's not a good look for the future, people. It's not a good look for the future. And I'm so excited. Again, I'm so excited for February 7th. We'll find out so much about Masai Jiri come February 7th. And you know what I should say? We should find out a lot more about Bobby Webster. I should say that too. Nobody gives Bobby Webster any love. Never talk about Bobby Webster. Um, more comments here. We're going to pass the ball to Kawhi and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, DeLon and Van Fleet are not going to get us to the finals. DeLon and Van Fleet are going to help Kyle Lowry stay healthy so that hopefully Kyle Lowry can take the Raptors to the finals. That's my point. Like, you need DeLon and Fred to take the burden off of Kyle Lowry to ease the hard minutes on Kyle Lowry. That's what you need DeLon and Fred for. Because if they're not playing well, if they're only playing 12 minutes a game, that's not enough. You're asking for too much from Kyle Lowry at this stage of his career. Uh, Let's see, what else are people saying here? More talk about Bradley Beal. That Bradley Beal trade making more and more sense. Again, I don't know how legitimate those rumors are but it's fun to talk about, right? This is a ridiculous comment, but I'm going to read it anyways because it's funny and I want to hear what you guys think. This person on Instagram says, I feel like Lowry is straight up sabotaging this team. He can't stand winning without DeRozan. That's a bit much. I obviously disagree with that comment. I don't think he's sabotaging the team. I think it's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to say, but I'll say this. I'll say this, okay? A lot of people, including myself, have made the comparison between Paul George staying in OKC when everyone thought he was going to leave and how maybe, just maybe, we could have the same situation here where everyone thinks Kawhi is going to leave, but he ends up staying. The part that we've all underestimated and people are only starting to talk about now is that the biggest difference is that Russell Westbrook was at the forefront of the campaigning to keep Paul George in OKC. He was a great recruiter, right? If you look at the Raptors, the role of Russell Westbrook as a recruiter is supposed to be Kyle Lowry. Do we think Kyle Lowry is recruiting Kawhi Leonard to stay in Toronto? I'll let you guys answer that. Right? Right? All I'm saying is, I remember the quotes from last year of Russell Westbrook saying, people asking him, how are you going to convince PG to stay? And Russ's response being, we're going to win a championship. Beat that pitch. Obvious, I said beat that pitch, by the way. But, obviously they didn't win the championship. But the point remains, Russ had his goals on keeping PG. Kyle Lowry at least publicly anyways, we haven't really seen the same kind of recruiting. Again, I'm the one that's been saying, I'm just here to hope, to hope that the Toronto Raptors just ride out this year, man. Worry about next year when it comes, figure out this year, and try to make it as far as you can and make a run. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Focus on this run. Enjoy watching Kawhi Leonard, one of the best players in the league, who should be getting serious MVP buzz, but isn't, or not getting enough. But enjoy it while we can, Raptor fans, because what Kawhi Leonard is doing is just special. We hope that he gets help. I would hope that it would come from the team, the supporting cast that he has now. But if not, again, February 7th is going to be really interesting. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more comments. His Instagram feed is going to go down. So Instagram people, if I'm talking in the middle of this and the feed goes down, shout out to you guys. Listen to the rest of the podcast on SoundCloud, on iTunes, one of those places, or YouTube, or just click over to Twitter at Shell Alexander to watch the remainder of the podcast. So shout out, Instagram people. Appreciate you guys. There's 40 seconds left. Maybe I'll try to get one more comment here from Instagram. Someone says, Lowry lost a game for us. Another comment says, I'm, I'm as cheesed as you, my guy. <laughs> Just looking at the glass half full. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, three days off, they couldn't practice some sets. Very valid point. Again, Instagram people, this is going to cut off any second. But shout out to you guys, thanks. And I'll see you guys tomorrow night on Instagram. But jump over, at Shell Alexander on Twitter to continue this live or check out the podcast. Later, Instagram. Uh, for the people that are still here, and the people listening on the podcast, shout out to the podcast people, by the way. Especially shout out to the people on SoundCloud. I don't give you guys nearly enough love, the SoundCloud crew, and I should, because I was looking at the the some of the uh, metrics or analytics. I don't even know what the proper term is, but I need to shout out some places here because I saw that the third mo the third Country where we get the most listens is Jamaica. Shout out to our Jamaican listeners. I got to shout out the listeners who, over the past week, the highest, the top city is San Ramon, California. Shout out to the people there. <laughs> Obviously, Toronto's right there too, but shout out to our listeners in Edmonton and Kingston, Jamaica. Shout out to the listeners in Mississauga, right? Shout out to the SoundCloud crew. Just had to get that out there. Back to the game. And you know what? Someone asking, man, can you hear yourself? The whole time we were saying, if Kawhi is healthy, now it's the other way. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> this whole season was based upon if Kawhi is healthy. That was the whole thing everyone's worried about. And now Kawhi is balling. Like, again, to me, at least a top three MVP candidate in the entire league. And we're worried about if other people are healthy or not. Man. I don't know. I guess the question I'll ask the the, uh, YouTube people, again, because if you listen to this podcast, the comment section in the YouTube goes 24-7. The question I want to hear from you guys, shout out to the YouTube people, but what I want to hear from you guys February seventh, trade deadline day. What do you want Masai to do? Do the Raptors need to do something big, or is it a minor move? Do they just try to add shooting? Do they try to just you know take a flyer on? Someone here says, "Wow, to show they are serious, they tra- oh OKC to show they're serious, they traded mellow. Wow." Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. And, and this game, the way that the game played out, I'm okay if the Raptors play a game and it's a close game the whole way through and they just lose. But the way that the bench was utterly dominated, the way that the rest of the team, people not named Kawhi or Serge or Norm or Danny, like, come on, you, you can't have that. You can't have it on the road where your second and third best players were Serge and Danny Green. And then Norm Powell and Monroe off the bench. Can't happen. Again, Raptors lose 117-108 to the Boston Celtics. Raptors fall to 1-2 against the Celtics this season. The home team has won all the games in this series so far. Raptors get another chance against the Celtics at home. But again, the story in this game, Kyrie Irving making plays. The Celtics All-Stars making plays. The Raptors All-Stars and potential All-Stars not making plays at all. Again, the most telling stat, to me anyways, Gordon Hayward off the bench had 18 points for the Boston Celtics. The two people I'm being told, the two people that I think could potentially be All-Stars for the Toronto Raptors in Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam, combined, scored 16 points in this game. That doesn't cut it. On the road... In big boy games, your stars need to be your best players. That did not happen for the Toronto Raptors tonight. They lose a tough game. Before I go, and I'm going to wrap up soon because somehow we're now over an hour, but I'm fired up. I'm just as fired up as you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm just as fired up as you guys after this game. And sorry, apologies if I'm ranting. Apologies if I didn't get to all of the comments. I really did try to get to all of your comments tonight. Um, I'm just trying to see if I could find some uh, post-game sound here and Josh Lewenberg says Lowry from Boston and what they need to do better late in games giving oh giving Kawhi some help he's, he typed out why I guess that's a nickname Kyle calls Kawhi Y. okay so giving Kawhi some help a lot of things we've done is give Kawhi the ball and get out of the way he's that talented of a player but we got to help him, close quote. Again, that from Kyle Lowry. Perfect way to sum up exactly what we've been talking about on this podcast, no? Who is the Raptors' second best scorer? And can they make the finals if their second best scorer is Serge Ibaka? That's what I'll leave you guys with, Raptors fans, because the answer to that question in my books is no. That needs to be Kyle Lowry or Siakam, the two other people that we're thinking our all-stars gotta play like they're all-stars if the Raptors are indeed gonna make this run because if that's not the case then February 7th will be a very interesting day in Raptor land a big day in Raptor land because we will find out what exactly Masai Jerry thinks of Kyle Lowry and of the young pieces on this team I can't wait The drama never stops in the NBA, and the drama never stops either on the Wrap It Up podcast. So again, my name is Sheldon Alexander, and I want to shout out Skip and the crew at Clean Cuts for sponsoring the podcast. Go check them out on the Danforth, at Woodbine and Danforth. Go check them out at Clean Cuts Toronto on Instagram. Find out all the information there. Make sure you contact them. Make your appointment. Go get fresh at Clean Cuts. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for joining me on the Wrap It Up podcast, which you know you can watch live on Twitter, at Sheldon Alexander, live after the Toronto Raptors game, each and every Raptors game. As well, you can find us and ask your questions at Instagram. Just follow up at Sheldon Alexander. And of course, the podcast the next day for your morning commute. Go on iTunes, Google Play, like and subscribe. Rate us on iTunes. We need those ratings, people. On iTunes, just search On Blast Podcast. Follow up. Enjoy the podcast. Shout out to the podcast community. I don't give you guys enough love. I talk a lot about the YouTube people. Give them a bunch of credit. And I rep them for sure. But shout out to the Spotify people. Shout out to the iTunes crew. Appreciate the podcast posse. as Phil Jackson, I guess, would say. But <laughs> well, shout out to you guys, definitely. And of course, salute to YouTube. Keep the conversation going on YouTube. Wrap, search either Wrap It Up or On Blast or search my name, Sheldon Alexander. Subscribe there. Appreciate all the love. Tell your friends because we we want to congregate Raptor fans and have that this conversation after each and every game. What do you want to see Masayu Jiri do come February 7th? Does this game tell you that they need to make some moves? Or does this game just tell you that they need to make sure they get home court advantage in the playoffs? Either way, let me know what you think. Again, my name is Sean Alexander, and as a wise man once said, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps Post Game Show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, which will be tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you're listening, against Phoenix Suns, we'll be here. Until then, see ya.